Hello and welcome back to another episode of I Can't Believe That Happened. It's our 10 minute history podcast for kids and curious grown-ups. And today we're going to be talking about Theodore Roosevelt, one of the presidents of the United States. And we're going to more talk about his side gig as an amateur zookeeper. He had the most amount of pets in the White House, over 40 of them, along with his six children. So just a reminder, I do put one wrong fact in every episode. If you find it, head over to our website and message me. And the next episode, I'm going to give you a shout out. Now let us talk all about the United States past president and amateur zookeeper, Theodore Roosevelt. For a general list, we have Bill a lizard, Jonathan Edwards, a bear, said to be named for one of his wife's relatives, Admiral Dewey, and Dr. Johnson, two of, we must assume, the most literate of guinea pigs. Hello, this is Editing Monica, and I seem to have made a little bit of a mistake with my joke, because I had assumed that Admiral Dewey was named for the man who invented the Dewey Decimal System. That thing we've all used to find our library books. But I was wrong. It was Melville Dewey who invented that decimal system. And while the two men were very loosely related, like sixth cousins, they're not the same man. Admiral Dewey was a six-star general and had had one time had run for president of the United States. I am so curious how he ended up inspiring the Roosevelt children into naming their guinea pig after him. Now, Dr. Johnson, he was best known as a man who wrote the English Dictionary. And I'm going to go way out on a limb and say that's who inspired the children. But some parts of history, I'm just going to have to say we have to be honest and say we're making an educated guess. And for the storied inspiration of this guinea pig, I am officially making a guess that all of its squeaks and trills were brought about by Dr. Johnson, the man who invented and wrote the English Dictionary. Maud the pig, just a pig, Josiah a badger, who one of Roosevelt's sons would walk around carrying by the waist in an ambling sort of hug, Eliel a blue macaw, Baron Speckle a hen, Fierce a one-legged rooster, Peter the rabbit, Algonquin the pony, who was so beloved by Roosevelt's son Archie that when the boy was bedridden with measles, his brothers brought the pony to him using the White House's elevator. It is said that the pony enjoyed the elevator's mirror and his reflection so much that it was really difficult to move him. So, so many snakes. So, okay, Quentin, one of the sons, as a young boy, stopped off at a pet store and bought four snakes. He rushed into the Oval Office where his father was having a very important meeting with senators and congressmen, and he went to hug his father and place the snakes on the table, which... I would have to say is the most inventive and effective way to clear a room. Alice Roosevelt, who I swear to you, she deserves her own episode, was known for keeping her garter snake, Emily Spinach, in her purse. She also had a fruit bat named Vlad. Alice had a small black Pekingese named Manchu, who she received from, you know, as one does, the last Empress of China, during a trip to the Far East. Alice once claimed to have seen Manchu dancing on his hind legs in the moonlight, I mean, this woman, we really will be talking about her later. Her father was even known for saying that he could either run a country or control his daughter, but could not do both. I swear, we really will talk all about Alice someday. They had so many dogs, but I have a soft spot for St. Bernard's, and one was named Rollo. Tom, Quartz, and Slipper were the family's cats. They had 
two kangaroo cats, a flying squirrel. Other animals included a zebra, wildcat, lion, and a barn owl. Now, knowing that Theodore Roosevelt had a love for animals, so many dignitaries gifted him animals from their home country. And this is a really long-standing practice. And after this episode, feel free to go check out one of our other episodes. I think it's called The Polar Bear in the Thames. Many of these gifts were not housed at the White House, but they did find a really safe, nice home in a local zoo. Thank you so much for tuning in. Send me a message from our website if you found any of our mistakes. There's only one that I know of, but if I made other ones, please let me know. We are a small podcast and we do not advertise. So all of our listeners have come from you and we just reached 50,000 downloads and I cannot thank you enough. If you enjoyed our episode, please share with family, friends, teachers, and your social media community. To see pictures of what we've talked about and some of my own illustrations, please head over to our website and our show notes. You can find us at owlentwine.com. There you can find our other episodes, the children's books that are written, and artwork. Thank you so much for listening to I Can't Believe That Happened. I really hope you learned something new today. And until next time, keep exploring the past. So editing Monica again. Um, I'm really sorry. This is a very short episode. And thank you so much for being patient. I'm trying to figure out some new things, working with some new technologies to create the best possible podcast for you all since it's just me doing all of this. Um, so this is probably a prettier podcast to watch on YouTube than to listen to on your phones um, or wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, but thank you. And I promise next one will be a little bit longer and we'll get back to that 10 minutes. But I hope you enjoyed our short episode, our little mini episode, if you will. So please feel free to share with friends, family, and I will be back very soon. I have a really exciting episode for you guys this month.